Greetings, EMDR colleagues and friends. Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant in San Jose, California, in my office where I am still doing virtual EMDR intensive work with clients and offering group consultation to people from all over the, the states and Canada and just here today to talk about something that is like <laughs> crawling under my skin <laughs> because I, I want to have a conversation with you today about something that's so important um, and that is making sure things are fair, okay? Um, and I'm using the word fair instead of the word self-care um, because I think we can all get behind the idea of fairness. Um, so what am I talking about? I'm talking about how we as EMDR clinicians have this, you know, PCNC sheet <laughs> with our clients and how we give them this amazing transformation every session, right? We're identifying a target and every target, what does it have? It has a negative belief and a positive belief, right? It has a, here's where I'm starting from with some BS message that was either given to me by my parents, something my brain decided when I was a little kid, something that happened to me that was unsafe, that has generalized, right? Because I was uh, in a life-threatening situation. And here's where I want to go when this memory comes up. Here's what I want to believe about myself, about other people, about the world, and my experience in it. Okay. And we as EMDR clinicians are like passionate about this, aren't we? Like we are, we are full on. We, we see this, we have clients come in and within, you know, 10 minutes of talking, we pretty much have a sense of what negative and positive uh, belief categories are really needing some attention, right? So people who grew up with a lot of complex or relational trauma as kids, you're gonna hear a lot of responsibility and defectiveness, negative cognitions, like I am bad, I'm not worthy, like like things that little kids decide or things that kids are told, right? Because as adults, it's unusual that we are coming from a securely attached um, positive belief place and then flip to this kind of defectiveness place, right? So this is usually pretty young, okay? Um, and then we can easily hear somebody who's kind of in this more like safety and control bucket, right? Um, or in a, a power and, and choice bucket. So I wanna talk about the things we do for our clients, the passion we have for our clients, how we can easily be with them, assess, for where they are needing some attention, right? Whether it's an adult part that was feeling unsafe or a kid part that was feeling defective or bad or shameful. We just, we just have this like fine-tuned tracking system for them, don't we? And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love my job. And I know, I know you love your job too, right? Here's what's getting crawling under my skin. <laughs> there is a narrative it is a cultural narrative in the therapy and healing community and in the EMDR community about who we can and can't be that is just steeped in negative cognitions. And we continue to repeat this um, cultural tra trauma message, this kind of intergenerational trauma message within our field. And I wanna talk about that today because I want it to stop, because it's not serving any of us. 
And it's quite literally the opposite of what we have been charged to do for our clients, okay? If we had a, a client coming into our office with negative beliefs of, um, I don't deserve you know, X, Y, and Z, or I'm not important, or um, I have to please everyone, or I am bad or shameful, we would buzz that crap right out of them. We would get the tappers on and we would buzz it away, <laughs> right? We would, we wouldn't even think twice about it, right? But yet here's what blows my mind. What blows my mind is that EMDR clinicians, we oftentimes will subscribe to this message that is just pervasive with these same negative beliefs, y'all. The same exact ones. Let me get more specific. I am talking about wealth. I'm talking about the allowance of wealth, allowing wealth in your private practice. Okay? There are so many messages steeped in negative cognitions in our community, and I'm going to name them with you today because what I would like for you to try is I'd like for you to notice if you try it on, if it feels true for you, or if you're not sure, just to kind of say, yeah, I have heard that message. Oh yeah. And that message is attached to this negative belief and that's bullshit. And I'm not going to allow for that because I wouldn't allow it for my clients because I know they deserve better and I know we deserve better, okay? So I'm here on a mission about allowing wealth. And I don't just mean uh, money. I do mean money. And I also mean the wealth of time and the wealth of choice and agency and the wealth of boundaries, okay? Let me get more um, clear about this. So, so here's a belief that we hear in the community, right? If we don't accept insurance or our rates are deemed to be too high, right, we are bad and shameful, okay? Or I can't set my rate to be X, Y, Z, okay, because I have to please everyone. I have to serve everyone, right? Or I don't deserve that because I was, I was emailing with a clinician a couple of weeks ago and I was talking with her about her rate and she's like, well, I've only been a therapist for a couple of years. And I asked her, I said, okay, will you let me know how many years you have to be a therapist until you can actually charge your value, right? This is all steeped in negative beliefs. This doesn't even really make any sense now, right? But whether it's a message that's coming in our culture, in our community, that's reinforcing an old message, right? Or it's just a new message that we've never heard before. I want to challenge it. And I would like you to challenge it for yourself, okay? Or this negative belief of I'm not important, right? I'm unimportant. So I don't get to have a boundary if a client wants to see me in the evening time or I, I'll just, I'll give my time away. I'll give my, I'll, I'll burn out to a crisp because I'm not important. Every time we um, don't charge our value, every time we give away time that's supposed to be for us and protected and precious, every time we do these things, um, take on too many clients, try to, where it's like, it's just all these negative beliefs. I mean, pull out your sheet. I'm not making this stuff up. Okay. If you think I'm wrong, I would love to hear from you. <laughs> you can email me. We can talk about it, but it's important that we recognize what we're doing to each other with rate shaming. Um, 
it's important we recognize that sometimes we have some therapists that are like, oh, I have so many clients. I'm so, and it's almost like a trophy, a trophy attached to a positive cognition of I am important or I am good. I'm a good therapist. <laughs> I'm a good therapist because I constantly don't charge my value. Okay. I want us to just pause and reflect on this message because it is so pervasive. It is so powerful and it is so messed up. It's so messed up. It's actually in the negative cognition column of a sheet that we use with our clients. Okay. All right. So I would invite all of us to think about not just how we can protect our time, how we can provide high value offerings, how we can be intentionally generous, okay? How we can do all those things and make sure that we're not deciding that we're going to stay in these negative beliefs, okay? Because when, because you know this with your clients. When a client is in that positive cognition, it's just neutral. It's just like, well, that's the way it is. It's not even like a debate we have to have with ourselves, right? It's just the way it is and it's clear, so my hope for all of us is that we get to be really clear about when we are in a positive cognition and a negative cognition around wealth in our own practices. And why am I talking about this? Well, first of all, y'all know I love a mission. <laughs> y'all know I love helping my community, okay? And I'm protective of our community because we have done miraculous work the last year and a half for this pandemic. And I love that we're all taking some vacations this summer. I love that we're all thinking, maybe I'll shift my practice to be a little bit like this moving forward. But I want us to even think beyond that to the, the messages that we have in the community and the culture that might be reinforcing things we learned before about who we are and, who we're, and what we deserve, okay? And I want us to notice the shaming that is attached to being a bad therapist versus a good therapist, okay? And I think that talking about this is going to be a nice step in helping us self-assess where we are with that. And maybe maybe you're listening to me like, Cambria, I'm good. I'm in those positive beliefs. I am charging my value. I do protect my time, right? I am intentionally generous, which is different than just being here, here you go. Here's everything. Here's my, my, my time, my boundaries here. Intentional generosity is what? Intentional generosity is I have a sliding scale program in my practice. It's not a sliding scale spot that lasts forever. It's a program. You come in and you get 12 sessions. We're going to work on something that you want to fix. And then, and then we rotate you out, right? Cause I'm a specialist, not a generalist and room for the next person to come in. I'm intentionally generous because I make free YouTube videos three to four times a month. And I have been doing that for over a year. This is my intentional generosity. Okay. Which is different than I'm not, I'm not important. I'm not, I don't deserve to have boundaries. So I'm just going to be available to everybody. And I'm going to see every client, at every price. Okay. So notice the distinction I'm making there. So let's say you're, you're good on this, right? But I guarantee, I guarantee, you know, at least one colleague, one EMDR clinician who needs to hear this message, who needs to take a good loving look in the mirror and say, wow, I am living in that negative belief or negative beliefs. And yeah, that's, that's not serving me. And yeah, I would not stand for that crap with my clients. I would buzz that right out of them, <laughs> right? We would do that because we're such loving, helpful people. It's a good thing about us. We, we are good people already, okay? 
So, you know, I'm excited about this. Um, I, I am supportive of us not just being uh, clinically confident uh, and enjoying our job, but also being, um, you know, protective and enjoying our practices because having a loving, secure foundation that's boundaried for ourselves, that feels clear, that is going to be the, the sustaining factor for us, however long you want to do this job, okay? The reason therapists burn out, I believe, is not because of the clients. Here's why I think therapists burn out. It's because they are living in negative cognitions and they don't even know it. Think about that for a minute. Yes, trauma content is hard to be with. It's true. Yes, trauma work can be challenging. But trauma work does not have to be a bummer. We can marvel at the miracles of our jobs. Our jobs are freaking incredible what we can do, right? The fact that we can take someone's PTSD symptoms away from them forever, right? I, I had a client years ago. He said to me, I had, I had this tightness in my chest my whole life. 40 years I had a tightness in my chest and it is gone. He couldn't believe this. Right? EMDR took this away for him. Okay? Miraculous. Life-changing. We, we changed his life forever. Okay? And if you are still living in negative beliefs, whether they're cognitive for you or you're feeling them in your body, whatever it is, know that if you decide to move into the positive cognitions that you give your clients every day, right, you can change your practice forever, forever. And you can be in a space that feels good for as long as you want. So you have more agency, you have more choices. I think that's beautiful. And I'm on a mission to give this not just to my intensive clients, because I love them, but I love y'all too. I love my community. And I really think that we're going to need to um, put additional emotional like padding and, and just like really precious padding around ourselves uh, over the next several years that we are going to be um, the soldiers of helping people process the, the trauma of the pandemic and, you know, just the regular traumas that happen day to day. Okay. So coming from a place of protection, a place of, um, respect and admiration with this message, but I would, I would love to hear from you if this is resonating with you, if this feels like an aha for you. Um, if you have a friend that needs to hear this because you're good, you're clear, <laughs> uh, but that person might need a little help. Right. And that's what we're all doing to, for each other in this community. We're helping each other get to a place of living in our positive cognitions, right? Which is the opposite of a lot of the cultural messaging in our community around um, rate shaming or um, having a trophy or being a good therapist for helping everybody and, and deprioritizing ourselves. So whoever needs to hear this today, I trust this message will get to you. Um, if this is just like speaking to your soul, I would invite you to come over to the zerodisturbance.com webpage and you can learn more about how to be a zero disturbance therapist. Okay. We know that in EMDR, we want our clients to achieve a zero SUD, right? And what happens at a zero SUD? How do we know that they're there? They have a quiet body and a, and a calm I'm sorry, calm body and a quiet mind, right? It's just clear. It's just neutral. And that is how I want all of us to feel 
in our jobs. Quiet and calm because we deserve that. So I look forward to connecting with you next time. Look forward to making sure you're signed up for our mailing list to continue to get more free resource videos. And we also have some fantastic programs and offerings to support you as well. In the meantime, please stay healthy and safe. Have fun this summer. You deserve it. Have fun after the summer because you deserve that too. You deserve everything. (laughs) And I am rooting for your success. Take care.